Hello everyone, welcome to the actualplay.network podcast. This is Matt introducing part six of our City of Mist game. Please stick around after the episode for more information and show notes. Before I tell you anymore, I need to know how far you're willing to go. I'll be honest, I'm not really scared of anything. I mostly just want to know the truth. And I uh, gotta protect these people, you know? Uh, my community and stop the murders, you know? Your three friends that you're looking into, they were distant colleagues of sorts. We operate under the same organization, but separately. What they were undertaking got to be a little bit too big. My crew tends to be a bit more muscle, so they were going to roll in with us. Someone else got to them first. I'm told that you found Perry's drawings. We sure did. That we're not sure of, but my understanding is that it's something dangerous and something hard to destroy. What is drawings or the sword that's already destroyed? Whatever that blob abomination is that he drew. I don't know what exactly he found, but something had them scared. Now, the sword that we're looking for, I don't know if you believe in fairy tales, but this you're living in one now. The sword sounds like something that we need to take down whatever that weapon is. He holds up a finger and goes back Rude. to a bookshelf that was behind him, grabs like an old, dusty-looking journal, and throws it in front of you. I flip it open. Can I read it? And, well, he says, it's too long to read now. You're welcome to browse through it on your own time. But the gist of it is that makes mention of something perhaps not of this world that threatens the entirety of mankind and a weapon that can stop it. So, Connor, can I just sum it up for myself and you can tell me if I've got this? Boris, Greg, and Perry... We're working on finding a sword to stop a ink blot that they found out about by reading books. And you also found out about this blobby monster ink blot from reading books as well. Books you found where? And because of that, well, something else makes you think that this is going to end the world somehow. Something you saw in a book. That's the gist of it, yeah. Why do you think... Why are you taking the book for face at face value? For one, it coincides with research and events that have been happening on our end. Two, and this is one you're not probably going to give me a pass on, and Oracle told me. And three, our organization, if I suppose I had to label it, we are something of vigilantes. We make life difficult for bad people. And their okay. movements recently have, to be honest, I suspect that whatever it is that Perry found is something they're looking to weaponize, or is in their possession, or they have created. Regardless, if all this magic and sorcery nonsense is wrong at least we'll stop something bad and do you know why um 
are the murderer the people who the police have in custody are they the murderers i sincerely doubt it so who who is the murderer this creature i'm not sure why you believe it's a creature it looks like a creature suppose i could see that not a very menacing one though all blobby and so doesn't even have legs or arms i'm sorry i interpreted the this as to be a some kind of sentient being you might be right you could be wrong i don't know okay who do you think killed boris greg and perry to be honest i haven't really given that a lot of thought it's something I assume we'll come across, but we've got more pressing matters. What are you... What's more pressing? Specifically, what are you doing that's more pressing? Stopping whatever this is. How, is what I mean. Well, I suppose we've got to find the other half of that sword, right? That'd be step one. Well, I suppose it makes as much sense as anything else you said. <laughs> and, uh... At that, Theo and Rachel burst back in, and Rachel walks excitedly back over to the desk and says, yeah, this map pretty much confirms it, along with, you know, all the recon and stuff that we did. It's got to be there. There's no way it's moved. Okay, now, okay, what are we talking about? What's the it here? The the hills. It's got to be there. Okay, there we go. Now we're... Um, Where? Where does it have to be? Creation? At, at creation. Oh, okay. Where's that? The nightclub. Oh, the nightclub. Yeah, I mean, well, okay. I, I, I don't know that's there. I maybe spoke a little too ambitiously, but at, at the very least, there's someone there who might be able to point us to it or tell us who has it, uh, if we can get her to cooperate anyway. Well, what do you think? Let's all go. Yeah. Um, yeah. Mm-hmm. Sounds like a good plan to me. We would be glad to have. Yeah, our we. Help. I'm excited too. <laughs> we'll be by for support, but we're not going to go in. Why not? Why not? For one, I'm Three not allowed three. there anymore. Hey, hey. And Where I'm these at. other two kind of like to operate on a little more on the down low. Hey, hey. He looks you straight in the eyes. And he lifts his sunglasses over his head, looks you straight in the eyes. I've been there. Okay, great. So then you know what it's like to be banned from somewhere. So we'll wait nearby. And if things get bad, they shouldn't. Really, they shouldn't. If things get bad, you can give us a call and we'll come save you. Dio walks off. Dio peels out. Alright, so you peel out and we cut to outside the nightclub. And before you guys go in, Theo says to you, look, I don't know how you're gonna get in to see her. That's on you. Hey, um, hey, hey. He touches here. He, he puts his hand up here. I put my hand up your shoulder. I can get into places. That's kind of what we're hoping for. Um... She's a manager of some kind. What's I don't know name? exactly their roles. Name is Melanie. Okay. All right. But she seems to be the one who oversees a lot, to our knowledge, around here. 
So if anyone has any knowledge of the hilts, it'd be her. All right, then. <clears throat> Good luck. Give us a holler if you guys start getting beat up. So let's stroll inside the club. What is this? Clubbing. Hello, we have all been to clubs. Diddly diddly diddly. Um, so you enter what is actually a pretty basic lobby looking place. Uh, what it looks like is there's no real like it's not like barred off or roped off or anything, but people are still being orderly. Um, you see one guy who is obviously a bouncer. He's a just a big bearded man. Um, to his right, there are stairs that go up that you see a bluish light coming from. To his left, there are stairs that go down, which you see a reddish light coming from. Um, a little bit behind him, there is an elevator, and further back, there is a big nice set of double doors so what are you guys thinking should we just go straight for the money how many uh guards are in front of the double uh, doors just the one guy in the lobby you guys want to so you guys right, want to invest- um, should- i can distract him okay what are you saying you guys want to investigate the other rooms you just want to head straight straight sh- go for the straight shot just go for the straight shot not play around really just play around for what you know really sign yourself for playing around but i guess we can do this Dio, if you want to play around, I'll play around. But I think we should just get to business. Alright, so you guys are uh, up in the line, I guess. Or the queue. Yeah. You come up to the big bearded man and goes, Where are you headed? I just head on through. I'm sorry? We're friends of Melanie's. Sure, I'll give her a call. What's your name? Let me see. And he, uh... Oh shit, he needs to know our names! <laughs> He reaches into the coat. He, I uh, reach into my coat. Ah, uh, he looks like he's ready to punch you in the face. And take out a fat stack. Uh he gets out of his attack stance and laughs and just swats your money on the ground. I ignore it. So you're not her friends. Noted. No, I. Yeah, perhaps you want to tell me what you're doing here, or are you just here to party? We're here at a party, but we want the good parties. Okay. Great. Just need to see your membership IDs. <laughs> see your membership. But. <laughs> <laughs> see my membership ID. <laughs> I, um. I reach into my pocket. <laughs> oh, boy. <laughs> And I pull out a small plastic bag filled with drugs and I slide it over to him. <laughs> like you put it on the floor and slide it over? I Is that what you mean? Sl- no, I like take my hand. I hold it in my hand. <laughs> he drops the bag on the ground and he kicks it over with his no, foot. No, I take my hand. I, I hold it in my hand up so he can see it. And I make a whooshing noise in my mouth as I bring it over to his head. He looks at it and then he looks at you. I say, and then he looks over at Lana, and says, "No, Lana's not right. No, <laughs> you're definitely here. <laughs> I have a different plan. okay." But he but he looks at you, <laughs> and says, 
you got anything before I call the cops? What on me? Yeah, like you want to try and do some sort of silly bribe. I think I should get to make a roll for no. this. No. <laughs> to bribe this guy with drugs. Yes, I do. He's well, not interested in I, your drugs. I would also like to make a roll. So I'm going to go for Uncanny Charisma, Intoxicating Presence, Immune to Bureaucracy, My Wealthy Parents, and let's also go with perhaps A Desire to Be Liked. And let's say one of the other beautiful or high fashion. Just, you know, I belong around here. Fifteen. And kill him. <laughs> okay. He's literally in love with me right now. But I'm going to want you to come up with a compelling reason for him to let you by. And I get closer to him. I look him right in the face and perhaps you don't recognize me. Perhaps you don't know who I am. I am the, I am the freshest in the line of the family that built this city. I am Diovino, and the owner of your small little club would be honored to meet me. Okay. I'll, uh, I'll make sure she's in. All right. And he uh, steps back makes a call. You see him nod a couple times. Says, uh, yeah, you guys can, uh, he motions you over to the elevator. All right. It opens the door. You guys get in. He, uh, presses some buttons and you guys start to go up. Love this song. So you guys uh, reach the top, find yourselves in a, I guess, fairly simple office. The only real decoration is a small Pegasus statue on the desk, but otherwise it's a fairly simple office. Three chairs have been set up in front of the desk. Okay, you all just sit and wait. Yeah. Yeah. Yep. Yep. Okay. So a woman walks in, and as you all turn to look at her, the first thing you all notice is that she is just like otherworldly beautiful. Any um impulse you have to say or do anything is completely stifled when you look at her and all you do is watch as she makes her way over to her desk and she sits down and opens the drawer and pulls out a glass and a bottle of whiskey and it's only when she shakes it at you offeringly do you guys like snap back into not being just entranced Mind if I have a glass? Of course. She takes out another glass for you and then points at the other two. <laughs> yeah, uh, fill, fill yeah, me up not? with some of the liquor. Yeah, she pours. She says, so it's not uh, often I get, well, quite frankly, strangers b- basically barging into my office. I don't like to think that I barged. I prefer to think that I walked in. It's a little bit of a barge. But consider me interested. What do you want? 
how how much of a fan of you? And he ch- downs the entire whiskey. I'm cutting to the chase. It depends what the chase is. There's... Some people say you have a thing. Or know the location of something. Uh, as you say this, she kind of writes herself in her chair a little bit. Looks a little less casual. Hey, hey. I don't mean anything hostile by it. I'm listening. But you, I feel like you know what we're talking about now. We're on the same page here. I'm listening. How do you feel about the end of the world? I can't say it's a concept I appreciate very much. All right. Is this like a religious cult thing now? I don't he understand. He reaches into his pocket and slams the map on the table. Okay. Does this look familiar? Not particularly, no. Can't say I've seen that before. Hmm. Well, let's try something else. Do you, remember, do you ever meet Boris Johnson? <laughs> that wasn't his name. Boris Young? Never met him. He used to come in here. He had a he was a real he was real passionate about weaponry. Okay. Do you do you like swords? Alright, this is too much change for me. Do you have the hilt? I'm sorry, I She reaches under her desk. And we're not looking to take it from you. We just need to know. This could be a cooperative experience. You're gonna have to explain to me how. How you know who I, who I am, how you know what the hilt is, and why I should give it to you theoretically if I had it. Do you know a Connor? He didn't, I don't think he gave us his last name. A Connor that associates with the Theo? Oh. Was that a good O or a bad O? Uh, she gets up. She goes and closes the door. I thought it was already closed. I never said it was closed. It's sure as fuck closed now. <laughs> and walks back over to her desk and leans in close and says, which side are you on? Listen, we don't know what the sides are right now. That's why, to be honest with you, I'm being so free with this information <laughs> to feel out where the sides are. So why bring them up? Are you with them or are you against them? Are you with them or against them? I ask you first. I mean, I feel like this really bears... I don't know who they're against. They seem to want to prevent the end of the world, which I'm a fan of. But we only have the macro picture right now. They weren't giving us perhaps what's going on in the game underneath. You don't want to know what's going on in the game underneath, trust me. Things... Okay, look. So let's say, big picture, you guys are on the same side, right? And uh, neither of you want the world to end? I'm not saying that. Well, no, I'm not saying that. Okay, so you're saying they do want the world to end and they lied to us. No, I'm not saying that. So you're saying you want the world to end. I'm not saying that we're on the same side. I'm just saying that I don't have the hilt anymore. What happened to the hilt? I had to trade it. Ooh, what did you trade it for? For what? That's Private. not important. Um, We're on the same side. I feel like it's very important. It does actually seem important. It's really not. 
how, then how are we gonna get? How do we I get can the tell hilt you back? Who has it? How you get it back is completely up to you. Well, who has it? All right, fine then. Who uh, has it? Could you do the good? Look, you don't understand the kind of situation I'm in here. Okay. Oh, you gotta complete a full sentence. She looks at you and just. <laughs> you guys are lucky. I really don't want to die. Hey, who does? But just as a side note, if I do turn up dead, you know where to look, okay? Do me that at least. It's here. Okay. Um, you know the the real poor part of town? Mm, can't say that I do. No, I place that's like it's barely livable where we met rachel and um i don't know what you're talking about no i'm talking to other guys that's that's industrial district oh wait i know this place i look at my map and it's right there right yeah familiar with this place? place um oh yeah sure i know that place there's a guy there named hayward as far as I know, he has it. Okay, now which side is Hayward on? I don't ask those kind of questions to those kind of people. Oh, so, you, so you didn't have any idea what he wants with no, the No, he wanted it, and I kind of couldn't say no. Could you tell us why? Why I couldn't say no? Yes. Um... I owed him a favor. I know all about favors. Why are you so afraid of this guy? I'm not afraid of it. Well, you'll... You sound afraid of him. Every, look, if you knew him, you'd be afraid of him. Everyone's afraid of him. Okay, yeah, but why? You'll you'll find out, I'm sure. Why don't you just tell me because about the guy? Because he's scary. Okay? So, so in what way? He just... You ever meet a guy who just feels... Powerful. Every morning when I look in the mirror. Boom, nice. <laughs> Good, then you know what I'm talking about. Great. Yeah. But mostly it's just my my bosses here I feel like are I don't know, things have started moving strangely in this city. I mean you're here, you know who I work for. Well no we don't. Yeah, the, this this place is owned by Pantheon. Who the hell is Pantheon? That's the um Greg Harding's parents? No. His killer is the CFO of that company. Philip DeFou. They are basically like a gigantic multimedia conglomerate based in the city. But the the killer of Greg Harding was the CFO? Yes. Philip DeFou was the CFO of Pantheon. You know, I, I suppose I probably knew that. But I mean, it's just things have gotten... There's too much to keep track of now. I don't know who's doing what and who's on what side or for what means. But I know none of it is good. Hey, could we jump off this chase for a second, get to another chase, and then cut it real quick? Do you know why our friends died? I'm sorry? Do you know why... Perry, Boris, and Greg died. 
I don't. My guess would be it has something to do with this. Did that Miss Cole woman really kill anybody? Miss Lorena? She she did. Oh, boy. Um, uh, I don't know. It's possible, I guess. She gets herself into trouble. How do you know Lorena? Uh, She's Travis's sister. Who's... (laughs) You met him downstairs, my bouncer. (laughs) Oh, he didn't give me. He just let us in without really any kind of. After he said, after she said that, um, Dio took takes, just takes the whiskey and pours himself in another glass and just sh- shoots the whole thing. <laughs> okay. Why don't I just go straight from the bottle? I very much do, actually. All right. He corks it back up. So yeah, I don't know. Okay. I assume you guys are familiar. With uh, the Devil's Crossroads, yeah. Okay. Mean, the kind, yeah. Of, the kind of broad yeah, conceptual. The, the place him? in the city that's called that in that part of town. You know, the that built the places right. keep burning down. Mm-hmm. Is that where it is? No, but you go there, okay. and that's how you find Hayward. Thanks for the tip. Sounds like a charming guy. And I definitely <clears throat> did not have this conversation. Is that clear? No, of course not, Chris. <laughs> Crystal, um, I'm gonna real quick, if I could, use uh, what are they called? A tag. Okay. Nope, not quite. You're almost there. What are you trying to do? You power tag. You gotta use a move. You can invoke. You can add a tag. I want to shoot her a wink. Okay. So you you <laughs> wink at her. But I want it to. But I want it to be like a ooh, you know? Okay, you don't have to roll. You shoot her a flirtatious wink. I, does it work? She winks back <laughs> at you. Nice. Nice. As they're leaving, I, uh, Dio el- like nudges at Lana and winks at her. Nice. Also, as you're leaving, uh, she calls nice? out to you and goes, Hey, by the way, <laughs> um... I know I seem a little shaken up at the moment, but really, this conversation didn't happen. I will kill you if I have to. They call your name out loud and clear. Hey everyone, it's Matt, and thanks so much for listening to the 34th episode of the ActualPlay.network podcast. This is part 6 of our City of Mist game. Chris is the Game Master, I play Jack Davis, the Green Man. Andrew plays Dio Vino, Bacchus. And Gino plays Lana, Johnny Appleseed. This was our first Powered by the Apocalypse game, so please listen gently. Chris did a great job running the game, so feel free to jump on Twitter and let him know. Next week, the next installment of City of Mist... If you liked the show, tell a friend or review us on your podcast service of choice. You can find our Twitter screen names on the website, actualplay.network. That is the best way to get into contact with us. Gino does title card illustrations for our site. If you dig his art, he has a long-running webcomic up at pizzapranks.com and a Patreon for his art at patreon.com slash kiwimonsta. The links to both will be in the show notes. Music this week is by Don DeLego and Attic Soul. You can leave us a voicemail at 508-817-3408. Andrew and I have another podcast, a monthly show called the Golden Age Horror.com podcast, which is an exciting look 
at horror movies from before 1979. In the most recent episode, we covered Eyes Without a Face. If you have an idea for a website I can help you with that, visit whalingcityweb.com for more information. You can check out the actualplay.network website for a cool example of my work. Thanks very much for listening, and I'll talk to you again next week. Then comes the snow There ain't much to